Look, the fire's coming. Are you ready for the fire? The, we're firemen. Okay. We are firemen! You got it, coach. The heat doesn't bother us. We live in the heat. We train in the heat. Yeah, let's go. It tells us that we're ready. We're at home. We're where we're supposed to be. Yeah, first off, when I say thanks, coach. thanks coach, working hard doesn't mean bankroll, but aim for the box for the bank, though. Uh. Pad to pen, yeah, take note. Got at the helm, we in the same boat. The game requires other pain, though. No slack, practice never cancel. Yeah. Learn how to ball, yeah. coach when I fall. Uh. Lesson is learned. You're listening to Thanks Coach with your host, Darnell Samuels. Now, out of all my peers that I grew up hooping with, Sefton has made it the furthest and has played the longest, playing professionally overseas and here back home in Canada. It's been a revelation watching him go from relatively unknown to the man. You know nowadays how you got those ball is life, overtime, hoop mixtapes that you can't learn nothing from? That's not what you get from watching Sefton's mixtape. You get better just by watching it. The man is a certified bucket getter, a professional, who was number one in three-point field goal percentage in his Polish league with 43.81%. I'll put it this way. Steph Curry's three-point field goal percentage for his career is 43.5. All I got to say is thank God he's back home teaching these young bucks on how to be a pro. He's the Northwest Hoops general manager and head coach, skill development coach, and he's also a personal trainer at Nitro Lifestyle Trainer. Though he had all the tools, it wasn't easy for him to get to where he's at today. And there's a lot we can all learn from Sefton's story. All right, welcome, Sefton. Hello, how you doing? Good, 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 man. Um, it's been a minute, but uh, for the people who don't know you, let them know, let them know who you are. Um, Sefton Barrett. I don't like saying former professional athlete, so I always say professional athlete. 12 years, played overseas. Um, four years, Division One college, Central Michigan. Um, local guy, Brampton. Went to, attended North Park uh, Secondary and uh, attended Shinkuzi Secondary for my last year. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's me in a nutshell. Basketball, basketball, basketball. Okay, cool. So, now... I remember because I was at um, Brampton Centennial, so I'm, I'm a year older than you, and um, so you played junior, so you're playing down. And um, my school and your school, for some reason, the way how they scheduled it is like if we played Augustine, you would play the juniors first, mm-hmm. and then we would play the seniors mm-hmm. after. So you know, I, I saw a lot of your games um, like when you're like in grade ten, you know, and possibly grade eleven. Um, before the growth spurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah before yeah. the growth. Before the growth. Five, seven, six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, so, yeah, he's decent. He's he's all right. He's mm-hmm. decent. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so I graduated and I went to college. And then you know, you know, Trevi and you know all those guys were like, "Yo, yo, Sefton's killing guys right now." I'm like, "Who?" <laughs> like Sefton. Like, yo, the guy who used to play before us on the junior team. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? Like, this is nonsense. And everybody's just coming back to me like, yo, this is, you know, because, you know, we didn't yeah, have, yeah, there was no Instagram. No, so no, it wasn't it was like, word of mouth. Yeah, it's just it. word, of- <laughs> word of mouth in the runs. You go to a run, you catch somebody, you catch them. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I know. Like, yo, 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 he's dunking on people. 
he's pinning guys. And I'm just like, no. I'm like, what? I showed up to Chinkuzi, of course. And I didn't even believe it because, you know, Chinkuzi's tradition has been trash. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm yeah, like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah I'm, just like, I'm just like, you know, I'm just like, whatever, man. Come on. You can't be that good. Bruh, I showed up to your game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were dunking on dudes, pinning people with two hands. Um, you, Patrick Tatum. Uh, Muhammad. And the small you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if small, but yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like you three. Um, yeah, man, I, I was just like, whoa. Like, it was just night and day. Um, can you explain, like, what that transition was like to going from average to the man? Um, There's a, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of work behind the scenes, no one, no one's seen, you know. Like, um, starts off as, as a as a hunger and like you want to be better than you know whatever when i first came to um to uh the blue devils you know you you guys you know, sharon bibby uh, bibby wasn't there um no. it was uh, anthony alexis o'neill bert bert yeah yeah yeah, yeah you guys bert. were you guys were special man yeah. <laughs> And I just remember seeing you guys. I'm just like, man, yo, these guys are on a different level for me. You know, mm-hmm. Moose was Moose was here? on that team too. No, was Moose, Moose there. Was it Mrs. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was older than times. Okay. So I was just like, man, how do I get to that level? So um, after I joined you guys, that's when I started to see the difference in my game. I, you know, toughness, um, just understanding the game better. Um, and and like you said, like it it was gradual. It went from average to you know, okay, I'm I'm getting better. I'm getting better, and then there was just one summer where I didn't really see anybody, and I just, I just worked, just worked. I didn't, mm-hmm. s- didn't see anybody, and I came back to school, and I, p- I played a pickup game, and I was like, "Hold on a sec," you know, saying like, I'm "Doing some, something different out here." Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, okay, I, I, I kind of raised my game. So it was like that grade, going into grade twelve, I kind of realized that you know I could, I could really do something with this. Mm-hmm. So, cool. So. What was it like playing for Coach Sims? Because uh, Coach Sims, Tony, was it Tony Sims? Mm-hmm. So he played in the NBA. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, he played for the Knicks. Ten, Nobody talks about it. Ten days or something like that? Nobody talks about it. <laughs> the, hey, the man is a legend. Hey, he took us to Boston University one year. Uh-huh. And he, he talks a lot. He brags. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never, no one no, ever like, yeah, you're, I know you're good, but you know. Yeah. He took us to this pizza store across from the university, man, and they had a shrine of Tony Sims on the wall. Really? Like, across the board, everything. Tony Sims, Tony Sims, breaking mm-hmm. this record, breaking that record. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, yo, this wow. guy this guy is kind of special then. D- did you he recruit I mean? you to, to Chinkuzi? Huh. Because you weren't originally It wasn't, it wasn't even a recruit. There. It was... Uh, it was he had a, he had a, a wingman named DB. I don't know Yo, if you remember the, the DB. Dark yes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember DB. Yo, because he would always come by the gym and he was always trying to talk us up. He's like, "Yo, Yo. you guys need to leave Josh and go play for Coach Sims." He tried to give you guys Yo, the pedigree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, tried to yeah, give he tried yeah. to give everybody the yeah, pedigree. That's right. And that's I tried right. to bring guys with yeah, me. Yeah, that's right. I didn't want to leave, yeah. but at a point I was just like, "Yo, Josh." Yeah. It's yeah. not working. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I need to go play for real. Yo, keep it 100. Yo, I remember because he used to hang around the gym. And I'm like, yo, come on, man. Tony Sims, who's this? Who's that? Like, what do you mean? Like, you know, we got something here, but he, that's the, what happened. That's what I'm saying. Nobody really said that name in the basketball mm-hmm. world. Like, mm-hmm. that's one of those hidden gems. So, mm-hmm. 
Um, DB, like I said, his little recruiter, he would come to all the all the courts outside. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and I was I'm I'm religious night and day. I, as soon as crack of dawn comes, I was out. Yeah. Mom said come back before the street lights. I was there. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? You can you know where to find me. I was on the court. So DB, right. he would come to the court. He recruit guys. Hey man, come downtown. You know, come work out. Da, da, yeah. Da. So I I came downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked out. Um, you know, I was kind of I was kind of iffy about the workout. And I just like you know what? Let me keep coming back. Mm-hmm. You know? Was it was it blue chips? Blue chips basketball. Oh man, yes, yeah, it was blue, chip blue chips. Yeah, blue man. chips was trying to take the blue double players and all this. They, <laughs> they, they, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It, I wasn't really trying to like just up and leave, but it was it, it just worked for me because I needed development. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I needed development, just not playing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I needed to develop skills, develop IQ, mm-hmm. um, and, and and be comfortable on the court. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, not to say that I wasn't getting it from the Blue Devils, but you guys, you guys are all mature. You guys are all mature. You guys had grown men bodies. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I was, I was, I was very underdeveloped. Yeah, at that yeah, point. you were young. So I needed, I needed a place where I could, yeah. where I could be and, me. And honestly, like in retrospect, it was the right thing for you to do. Like now you're talking, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, yo, that was a wise thing Stephanie did because even our situation was 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 a bad situation, not mm-hmm. coach wise, but just. Chemistry wise, mm-hmm, we were very mm-hmm, immature, mm-hmm, very undisciplined, mm-hmm, very reckless. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, yo, thank God, Sefton, you know, wasn't with us for a whole season, because you know we probably would have ruined you and gave no, you bad habits. No, not even, not even, because like I did. Remember, I, I did, I did, uh, I did OBAs yes, for yes. you for a whole year. Yeah, I yeah. did that. I did that. Yeah. And um, I actually came back the start of of my senior year mm-hmm. with you guys, and then that's when it was just like, yo, this is not. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. Let me just go do what I'm doing. But yeah, that's right. Yeah. If there was, if, I'm telling you, if there was no Blue Devils and to, to open my eyes and see what was going on, yeah. I, I definitely wouldn't be at this. Yeah, point. no, no. The, the team, the it's team all was a stepping good. stone. You know what I mean? Yeah, the team was definitely good. Yeah. And now, so you transitioned to Central Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what was that transition? How was that recruiting period like? Uh, and the coaching. Well, it was it was quite fickle because. Well, actually, no. Before that, sorry, yeah, before I'm, th- I'm gonna let you know the yeah. whole the whole way. Yeah. So it was it was a it was a little bit of a weird situation because finishing at Chinkuzi, um, I was I was I didn't know I was eligible to qualify. They mm-hmm. told me that I wasn't eligible to qualify, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking in my head, I'm I was never a bad student like that, mm-hmm. and my SATs I got a, a 1050. You know what I'm saying? I should have been clear. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking in my head like, yo, how, how do I how am I not cleared? Mm-hmm. Come to find out, in the long run, North Park was withholding a, a chunk of my grades, which I couldn't, which they wouldn't release, which which held me in Prop Forty Eight really? status. So they held. So why did I, they do that? I have no clue. What what when? What happened was, um, I had a bunch of coming out of Chinkuzi. I had a bunch of guys come. I had St. Joe's. When when Jameer Nelson and Delante West were there, they, really, they came to the gym and watched me at at Chinkuzi. They um Western Carolina came. Uh that's when Kevin Martin was over there. Yeah. Uh UNC Wilmington. I had some nice I had some really nice mid majors. Um uh-huh. I had I had one or two high schools, but like nothing nothing in nothing really high major, but mid major, I I had that on lock and mm-hmm. I had a good couple situations that I was hoping to step into right after high school, but like I said, the the status of, of me in the clearinghouse wasn't it, it just wasn't clear. Mm-hmm. So what happened was I ended up going to doing a year in Lennoxville. Was that JUCO? Sajep. Okay. Montreal. 
Oh, okay. Right? No, not, not too many people knew about this avenue. The Sage Up Avenue is basically a Canadian prep school, right? Uh-huh. Because for them, they start college at damn near 15, 16. Really? Right? They go to high school for 9, 10. Mm-hmm. 11, 12, I think OAC over there is mm-hmm. Sage Up. Mm-hmm. Sage Up are like your, your Vanier's. You know Vanier. Yeah. Called, your yeah. Vanier. Um, Saint, uh, Champlain, Saint Lambert, Champlain, mm-hmm. Lennoxville. Champlain, Lennoxville is on the same campus as Bishop's University, right? Okay. So, that's what the program. I went over there because it didn't eat up eligibility, NCAA wise, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go, so I went over there, did my year, and it was it was funny. Like I had to come back to Toronto and do like a open gym scenario with a bunch of coaches in there. What? Yeah. So wait, how? So what? So. It was a it was a it was a journey, man. Like I went to Lennoxville, did the year there, did my thing. But even the fact that you got a private workout shows no, how good. It you- wasn't even a private workout. No, no, it was it was a it was like a run. Fifteen guy, yeah, fifteen guys in the gym, fifteen selected guys in the gym, uh-huh. and just wall to wall coaches, right? Word. That was your opportunity right there and then. You didn't how, perform how, that day, right? You're not getting. A- Whoa! So how how'd you do? Central offered me on the spot <laughs> that day. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, 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 went, I went nuts. Still, I went ham. And, yeah. and then, um, I was walking out the gym, and the, the guy, basically, my guy, Coach Groove, basically ran me down. So said, hold on a sec, hold on a sec, hold on a sec. Uh, <laughs> what's your status? <laughs> and it was just a wrap from there, man. And uh, Coach Groove, he's actually, like, uh, one of Bob Knight's, like, best friends. So it's okay. Like, it, was like, it, was a, it was just a great, it was great how it worked out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And, Sorry, let me ask you this question. Yeah, so, right. I don't know if you can remember, but, like, like your mindset going into that that pickup game, that run with all the coaches wall-to-wall. Because, oh. I mean, like, that's a unique situation. Um, it's also a high-pressure situation where everybody there can hoop. The coaches there are, are looking for the guys. This is your shot. This is, like, your one shot to show what you can do. Where was your head at going in? Always, always, Darnell, like, I'm never worried if I'm prepared. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's just fun. It's oh yes, there's guys in the gym. They look like they can play. I want to compete. I like to compete. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a competition for me. I'm mm-hmm. looking at this, like all right, are you better than me? You better than me? You better? No, I'm, I'm the best in this gym. I'm gonna show everybody I'm the best in this gym. So mm-hmm. I was ready at that point. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I've been working on my game. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a three four day kind of kind of workout situation for me. So I was just like. Let's go to work, man. Let's go. Let's go do what you love and yeah, you know, see yeah. What happens. Okay, wow, that's that, that's awesome, and it's cool because, you know, this is you know, of course, before the whole YouTube era. But I remember one time, you know, me and Biggie were uh, playing March Madness, and I was like, "Yo, doesn't this have to go to Central Michigan now?" And I, yo, I was bro, cold I, yo, on that game. <laughs> yo, they I, gave I, me yo, the wing on bro, the. Yes, yeah. I was cold on yes. that game. So I was like, "Yo, what's this after? What number is he again?" I'm like, "Yo, what number? Yeah, number I'm like, yeah, he's six five, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah." So I'm, I'm using you in the game. I'm like, "Yo, this is crazy. I'm using my man in the yeah, game." Yeah, right. Like, this is all real. Like they had to, like, they had to cut a check for that game too. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, because okay. they they used your likeness yeah. in the NCAA, and that wasn't allowed at them times. Yeah, that's one with mellow on the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Because yeah, me and Big were playing, and it was just it was just a really dope feeling to be like, "Yo." I know. Like, yo, I'm playing somebody I know in a video game. Brother, trust me. I was in the dorm room <laughs> doing the same thing. Like, yo, all right, who, am I, who are we playing tonight? Yeah. We're playing Western yeah. Michigan? Yeah. Like, hey, all right, like, bet. Ah. All right, bet. Right? Yo, that's dope. Yeah, trust me. Yeah, so that, yo, that, that was a good look. So what was the coaching 
like there at that level? Um, so I was so fortunate at Central Michigan. Um, like I told you, um, Coach Groove was a head assistant, Bob Knight's one of mm-hmm. Bob Knight's best friends. Mm-hmm. And then you had Jay Smith. I'm not too sure if you're familiar with Jay Smith. Jay Smith was the head coach. And he was the head assistant for the Fab Five at Michigan. Really? So the the the, the pedigree. Yeah, because Steve Fisher was the head coach. And, and he was okay. the head assistant. Okay. So he was he he coached guys like Chris Weber, Joe Howard, Jimmy okay. King. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he knew he knew talent, and he knew how to develop, and he knew how to motivate. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was an unfortunate situation in my first year. How the way. It, it kind of ended up because it was tough. It was tough. We got beat up. We had one of the toughest schedules in the country well, um, because we, they had a draft pick that year. They had uh, Chris Kamen. I don't know if you remember the big Yeah, I remember Chris Kamen. Yeah, he was good. So they Went had, to the Clippers. Yes, they had Chris Kamen the previous year. Oh, and he did. was supposed to come back for his senior year. Mm-hmm. So they made him a nice, crazy schedule. Mm-hmm. We didn't come back. <laughs> he didn't come back and yeah. left us with the weight. Uh-huh. Right, so we was yeah we got smacked. We got smacked up my first year. Yeah, a great experience. Mm-hmm. We got smacked up. Yeah, and then you know a lot of the guys after that kind of I, I felt like that discouraged a lot of people, and there was a lot of transfers. Like I was people left. Oh my goodness! Uh, at least no, all of our I was the only true freshman left at the mm-hmm. at the end of that year because the other two or three true freshmen ended mm-hmm. up leaving, and then um. We had juniors, like um, JUCO guys yeah. that came in as juniors. So mm-hmm. they were going to be done my sophomore year. So yeah. the whole recruitment kind of thing mm-hmm. was like tossed up after those, the, the true freshmen left. So what was the difference between um, Coach Sims and the coach that you had at Central, Michi- um, Central Michigan? What was the difference? Difference, I would say the difference would be in attention to detail. Those uh-huh. guys, I mean, that's... That was their job, job. Uh-huh. Like you know yeah. what I mean. So they're sitting down in the office mm-hmm. two, three hours, breaking down practice, mm-hmm. not to get practice, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like the attention to detail was so, so, so much more intent, and it's like you really it was it was a class. You know, practice was a class, mm-hmm. which is dope. Yeah, right. So it was like all right, you have your high intensity stuff, high intensity stuff, but then mm-hmm. when it got to the breakdown, it was so intense and so finite that it's like. You had to do it a certain way. If you're not doing it a certain way, everything's gonna look wrong because you were the, you're that that piece in the chain that's supposed yeah. to come to you, right? Yeah. So it's good coaching. It was great coaching. Was okay. Great coaching. Okay, that's dope. So, you know, how long were you there? Four years. Four years. Uh, did you try declaring for the NBA draft? It, there was there was a situation. Because I mean, you, yeah. you you were the man at the time. There was a situation. Uh, <clears throat> junior year. Um, I, I really wanted to try try my way, mm-hmm. and um. You know, some uh, some politics happened. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I got some advice not to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, they told me to come. Well, not I'm saying they. Team Canada told me to come and you know do tryout for the Team Canada stuff. Whatever mm-hmm. I did that, I thought I did very well. Mm-hmm. But you know, to each their own. Didn't didn't yeah. didn't go that way. Yeah. Um, and then quite frankly, I I always. I'm a, I'm a big karma guy or energy guy, mm-hmm. and I just felt like that energy kind of followed me mm-hmm. back to Central. I ended up tearing up my ankle going into my senior year after okay. that. Um, missed the whole preseason. 
Um, just couldn't get right after that. Coach put me to the four. I was like, four? Oh, yeah. I'm the like, four? The four. <laughs> because, you know, it was the whole, he was coming from, we had a coaching change going into my senior year. Oh, frick. And we had, we had this uh, coach, Ernie Ziegler, coming from UCLA. Okay. Where he was, um, he, he coached uh, Trevor Ariza. So right. his whole thing was, ah, oh, you're like Trevor Ariza, I can put you at the four. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. But mm-hmm. I'm like, bro. I do this. I I do this already. Yeah. You, you ain't. You know what I'm saying? Like you can mix it up, but I don't mm-hmm. exclusively have to do that for mm-hmm. you. But whatever to each their own. And mm-hmm. it just didn't. <coughs> I just didn't have the same season I had. Yeah, and it makes sophomore, sense. Sophomore, junior, you know, and yeah. thinking that everybody was looking for that next progression step, and I. Yeah. You and, know, just, yeah, and, and that kills your happen. stock. It, it, oh, it murdered. It, I didn't. Even, I didn't declare after that. I just went straight to Europe. I was just like, nah, it's not. Uh, it makes no sense. Oh man. I didn't do it. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, so I was, close. I was on the radar, man. You yeah, know? of course, radar, of course, man, you know, so. and it's just at least, you know, you got a shot. But so now you go to Europe. Mm-hmm. And how long were you out there for? How long were you playing? About 12 years. 12 years? 10, ten years, 12 seasons. Okay. Right. Okay. What do you mean by that? Um, there was like, uh, so I started in 2007, call it 11. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like you can call it 12, right? Uh-huh. 2007, 2009, yeah. Call uh-huh. it 12 then. So, yeah. Yeah, 12 years, 12 seasons. Okay. Um, and what was that like playing in Europe? It was excellent. It yeah. was excellent. It was grown men, you know what I mean? Like, you, you go from everybody borderline, adolescent, to mm-hmm. young adult, to, oh, no, you're an adult now. You, you're a grown man, and the guys were playing real grown man basketball, and mm-hmm. guys were... They were so good. Like it was, it was crazy. Like I'm like, yo, hold on, the NBA is the best. And I'm, it was like, yo, this is NBA right now. This mm-hmm. is my NBA. And mm-hmm. the, um, I was fortunate enough my first year to play with um, Jamal Crawford's best friend, Albert Snow. Mm-hmm. This guy showed me everything, man. He showed yeah. me the game, man. Showed me how to be a professional. Showed me how to work out, how to eat. You know what I'm saying? How to live, you know, live off the court kind of thing mm-hmm. and be incognito, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I walked into a great experience my first year, and that was okay. in Poland. So. Okay, nice, nice. So when you say grown man basketball, mm-hmm. what do you mean by that? Physicality, mm-hmm. communication, mm-hmm. intensity, attention to detail, mm-hmm. and just this overall skill level, man. Like, yeah. The guys are so skilled, man. It was crazy. Wow. So like... You was there any NBA players that were there? Oh yeah, yeah. There was a good, there was a good handful. Um, my first year, Travis Best was there. I don't know if you remember. Oh him. yeah, I remember yeah. Travis Best. Trey Burke. Trey uh, Burke. Trey Burke. Do you was, rem- okay. do you remember Quintel Woods? Yeah, I remember Quintel Woods. He plays in the big three man now. Was so <laughs> real. Yeah. Bro. He was on the cover of Slam one one year. You, let me tell you, that man was like Tracy McGrady before Tracy McGrady. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bro, he was so good. Like, but that was my that was like my rival. Like, what? I always had a great game against Quinton yeah. Woods because I'm like, yo, I know this guy. I, yeah, I've seen this guy. I read about this guy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I re- yeah, I read right. about him because he was in Portland and um, I just never panned out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It never panned out, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of hype around yo, him. And there's and there's good reason why. Extremely talented, man. These guys overseas are just ridiculous. Yeah. And I forgot one. There was one more on that same squad, Daniel mm-hmm. Ewing. Remember Daniel yeah. Ewing? Yeah. From Duke. From Duke, yeah. They had a squad, man. Yeah? yeah. He was nice, too. Oh, those guys are all good, man. These guys are all ridiculously good. 
But at that level, everybody's mm-hmm. good. I'm telling you, my yeah. team was great. We we had a bunch of young underdogs who were mm-hmm. hungry mm-hmm. and were skillful. So it was like, yo, we were battling that top. They were that the team was called Procom. We were um, called Fitza, Co-Object. Mm-hmm. But we came out of nowhere that year and kind of did our thing and brought the city up. Like haven't they haven't right. seen playoffs for whatever in right. some many years when we came. So right, is it is it true that the host, the environment's kind of hostile playing in Europe? Yes, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like, how if you, if you can't play in that, quit basket, quit playing sports. Period, bro. <laughs> that that has to get you hype. Like, yo, family, like, you you walk into the arena, old ladies are cussing you. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I lo- I was dying of laughter. Like, I'm looking at you. I'm like, yo, that came out of your mouth. Oh, this is crazy, right? Wow. So it was just a great experience. Yeah, man. I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. So. Wow, yo, that's that's so dope yeah, because, yeah. you know, you always hear the stories, but you wonder if it's true and and yeah. you know, well, they love their basketball. They do, you know. So it's one of those things. Just they like, love their sports in general. Mm-hmm. They, that's the thing about it. Sports, not mm-hmm. just basketball. They they embrace every sport on the Dan Richter scale, mm-hmm. and it's on TV, mm-hmm. and both genders play. And, mm-hmm. and both of them receive support. That's yeah. one thing about Europe. Yeah, yeah, because the, in WNBA, <clears throat> the women um, leave the WNBA mm-hmm. during offseason to go make to play their, in Europe. To make their real money. Yeah, their real money is in yeah. Europe, yeah. not in the WNBA. And so it's just one of those things. Just like, oh, this is that, that, that's a, mm-hmm. that's an interesting mm-hmm. dynamic. What about like the whole language thing? How, how did you oh, handle that in the culture? I was actually when you when you like a place, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna mm-hmm. try to learn it. Mm-hmm. When you really like something, you're gonna really try to learn. Mm-hmm. I really liked Poland and. Mm-hmm. I was damn near uh, fluent. I was damn near fluent for a good minute. Really? I was, for a good minute, I, was, mm-hmm. I could I could go to the grocery store. I could buy my groceries. I could talk to people. Mm-hmm. I could ask them what they're doing, where they're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, order my food. Mm-hmm. You know, hold a one-two conversation for a bit. Count. Mm-hmm. So when you when you're just in tune with the people and you're really trying to learn, mm-hmm. yeah, you'll pick it up. So so then, like, there's some guys who are hooping now. What advice would you give them? In um, if they wanted to play pro now that you've you know, you've played pro and you look back in retrospect or even just to your young self what would have you said to prepare for it enjoying the show well you can show your appreciation by sharing this episode with a friend you can also take a trip down memory lane by leaving a comment you can contact Darnell on Facebook or on Instagram and Twitter at Dugada Darnell that's D-O-G-U-D-D-A underscore Darnell now back to our regularly scheduled program. I, yes, and I oper- I've been operating in hindsight for since I've been doing this coaching thing, mm-hmm. and I diet, diet for sure. Diet is crucial, man. The amount of sugary pops mm-hmm. that was my thing. Like, yeah. no, no, it, it, it got <laughs> bad for a minute because at halftime. I was cracking a coke sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was bad. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I like the sugar thing. So, mm-hmm. diet, um, and preparation. Mm-hmm. I went off like after Central. I mean, I was working out, but not nowhere near what I was doing towards the last five years of my mm-hmm. yeah, about the last five years. The way I was preparing my body for the season. Um, Got, took it way more serious. I would I would tell these guys to don't wait, don't wait. Go out there and prepare yourself the right way. Be disciplined. Um, your 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 off seasons are, are are where you win. You know what I mean. 
Mm-hmm. You can't you can't prepare. You can't prepare during the season. You can't get. It's hard to get stronger during the season. Hard to put weight on during the season. So right. So like, how would you, especially like the grind during the summer? So we're in the summer right now, and um, I understand um, the grind, the summer grind. And you know, anybody who's who's a true hooper knows that mm-hmm. you know summertime. That's not summer vacation. Mm-hmm. It's early wake ups in the mm-hmm. gym. Mm-hmm. Um, like. What kind of mindset, like when you're training somebody or just the young kids, like how would you train yourself to be able to do that? Like, what's one of those things you would say? To, uh, like, would you like training them? Like, yeah. one of the things, like, I would tell them to, like, have the right mindset kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, what I would say is, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta believe in yourself, which is cliche, but I always say, be your own, be your own biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Because the minute you step out of your house, everybody's gonna tell you what you can't do mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that's the first one you think you got you have to be your own biggest fan you have to be mm-hmm. on your own side that's mm-hmm. got to be number one mm-hmm. um number two i would tell them um yo listen to your peers listen to the guys who've done it before you and mm-hmm. who are telling you stuff like because you're a young kid and, and, you, and you think you know stuff or you think oh, it's not my body type oh, he doesn't know he doesn't know they know they know mm-hmm. they know and if you don't listen to it it'll go over your head and there's going to be a situation where you could have used that, but hey, you, you didn't, right? Mm-hmm. So it's gone. Um, number three is is um, you gotta you gotta love the process. If you don't love mm-hmm. getting better, like if you don't like grinding, like that 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 train that whole training aspect, you're you're not gonna get better. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just gonna become a job. Like yeah. Even if it's basketball, it'll become a job. Waking up, oh, man, I got to work out. Uh, I got to lift weights because I have to. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I want to. It's fun, right? Mm-hmm. So you're coaching now? Yeah. Okay. And what do you, like, who are you coaching? What does that look like? Team, players? Um, I, have, I have a little organization. We have a team, Northwest Northwest Basketball or Northwest Hoops. Mm-hmm. Um, U, U15, grade nines kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. We're doing doing all right, doing quite well. Um, I think we're either first in our division in the CYBL in tier two. Mm-hmm. Um, it's our first, our first, or my first time doing the coaching thing. Um, how's that? How's that feel? It's surreal. It's a little. It's a little <laughs> different being on the other side. Um, definitely a little different. Yeah. But I, I'm 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 liking it more and more. You know, seeing seeing the the, the guys who look like me. You know. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, just, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun to see them go through the process of, of what we went through. Right. You know? So what about uh, the politics? How do you, how you dealing with that? Like, what I mean politics, I mean, um, you know, player, you know, players leaving, coming and going, guys recruiting your guys. Um, you know, because, you know, in order to win, you, you need cohesiveness. You need, you need a core group mm-hmm. of guys. You can't be rotating guys all the time and expecting to win, especially – um, as a coach, you're putting your time into guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're putting your time in the guys, and then you know you have another year of building to do, and they're like, ah, well, I like their jerseys better, so I'm mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. Or so-and-so promised me this. I, I, I always say, uh, it's coming from left field, though, but I, I still say it. Um, guys, they can smell BS. Mm-hmm. These kids can smell BS. They're BS detectors. So if you're BS and no, they'll mm-hmm. smell it, and they'll diff on you, right? Mm-hmm. So... My main thing is to is to be real with you, not on some, not on a, 
on a jerk tip or anything like that. But hey, I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna give it to you real. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. And I think guys appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as they're getting better, but they appreciate me being real with them, telling them something that hey, yo, most people ain't telling me this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna tell it to you. And once they understand that, we we, we form a rapport. And mm -hmm. and and now if you're gonna break that rapport. You're gonna have enough respect to come to me and see your coach, man. Da 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 da, ray, 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 ray. and we built that, and I don't mind that. Mm -hmm. That's okay now. So that's how I deal with the politics. So then there is no politics. It's just a conversation. Mm -hmm. and that's cool. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So how long has this organization been up and running? One year. One year. One year. Okay. And then what's the, and then are you guys doing AAU? Uh yeah, we did AAU. We uh we we went to Ohio maybe like a month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. It was tough. Yeah, it was tough. I told you, I, it was the first time doing uh doing the AU thing. Yeah, I said, yo, look, bro, you you're gonna come across some teams. <laughs> yo, <laughs> we, yo, AU is crazy, isn't we came it? A, we came across a Youngstown, yo. Ohio squad. Yeah, they went to work on these yeah, guys. Yeah, but they needed it. They needed to see that. They yo. needed to see the level of intensity, the difference in their bodies. Yeah, right. And yeah. The, the, the speed of the game, the difference, and yeah. they're the same age as you. It's, it's night and day. Yo, you know, AAU is a beautiful experience in many ways. Like, mm -hmm. um, you know, being on the road with your guys mm -hmm. away from home. Mm -hmm. Some of these guys for the first time. The summertime, a lot of hoops, mm -hmm. a lot of playing. Um, seeing really, really good talent. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, whether it scares you or it inspires you, but it gives you a taste of what true competitive basketball. And you played, right? Mm -hmm. You played AAU. Yeah, I did uh, one summer, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How'd you like that? It was great. I loved it. Yeah? yeah. Who did you play for? Blue Chips. Oh, Blue yeah, Chips. Yeah, you know, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Were, you, were you guys getting in trouble on the road? Was nah, that like? man. Was, I mean, nah, man. We were, it was it's all it was, business. It, was, it wasn't even, I wouldn't even say all business. Like, we enjoyed ourselves, mm -hmm. but, you know, we just didn't cross the line. You know, I didn't mm -hmm. really, I was never really a cross the line kind of guy mm -hmm. still. You know? Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't want to jeopardize my basketball. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And then, so, for, for your young guys uh, who are trying to uh, make it, um, how do, how do you prepare them for like that that type of competition? Like what what kind of things do you do to help them? So um, because you can't really get game tape like you know who you're about to play. You don't really know who you're gonna play. Toughness, and that's the toughness mindset kind of thing. Because anytime you're going to go play against the states, I always it, you're repping, first you're repping your country, so you got the the behavior thing is number one. You know, mm -hmm. it can't it can't really have you coming over here and, 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 and messing up our name. Right. Just being just right. for just for some fun. Just mm -hmm. for half hour of fun or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. So um the I discipline I um before like maybe the week before we went to Ohio it was it was a lot about toughness, discipline and um and uh just just holding yourself accountable, right? I, and like we said we did well. We we lost in the Constellation finals over there. Like, we did well. We did get whooped in one game, but. By how much? Well. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, I had a team. We got beat, like, by, like, 110. Oh! <laughs> Yeah. 100%. All right. So if we're gonna put it out there, I'll, I'll put it out there. We got we got a good fifty piece. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know. Gotta, we, but we then I, I say piece. that I say yeah. that. So for the listeners, like, yo, it's Jeez. real. It's it's it, it's real. Like sometimes yeah. you walk into a bad situation, you know. Uh, you, yeah, you just walked into a bad situation, and my team wasn't that good. Mm -hmm. And 
And that's why they're trying to clean up the AAU circuit because of stuff like that. So, for example, I'm not sure if you played when they have or if they still have the, a mercy rule where, you know, if you're down 30 by halftime, that game's over. And I remember playing. I remember playing in a game um, with Josh and we were like down 30 at halftime. And then, the, you know, you know, you know, the, the whistle they blow for the end of the game, they yeah. blow it twice. Toot, toot, toot. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, isn't that the end game whistle? And then, you know, and O'Neal yeah. says to me, he's like, yo, the game's over. I'm like, game's Jeez. over. I'm like, what are you talking about? There's like another half. He's like, no, no it's a mercy it's rule. Over. It's over. over. Like quick work. Like you got to collect. Like, that's yeah. it. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I was like, yo, I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's one of those things where Nike, that's why they started the NYBL, the Nike mm-hmm. League. Mm-hmm. So only elite teams mm-hmm. play. Because if your team isn't up to par and then you bump heads with a yeah, five-star yeah, yeah. squad, you know what I mean? And that's, why, that's where the 100 gap comes yeah, from. Yeah, 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 where yeah. you're playing in a tournament. You're like, oh, you're like, oh, we're just playing LeBron All-Stars. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're down eighty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Definitely know what you mean, bro. Yeah. Know, so. Yeah. It does. It works. It works better like that. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? So okay. So you do personal training as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what does that look like? Um, high intensity, man. Like personal training is. Um, you really want. You really want to work on your game. You you want to work on your body. Uh, you want to work on your mentality. You know, in your, your your mindset kind of thing. So, me personally, I I I'm I'm a I like I like to get after it. I like I like to I like to challenge you. Um, my yelling is just not yelling for you to, you know, what I'm saying just be like, oh, he's I'm doing bad because he's yelling. No, I might yell because you're doing good. I might get hype. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, is this is this a is this a real challenge? Is just challenging yourself? My personal training is. Let's try to bring a, a a high intensity atmosphere so they can understand how they're how they're how they're supposed to be training when they when they leave me because not everybody's gonna be able to find time to personal train or um, I I, tr- I try I try to you know help guys out in the, the the financial side as well but mm-hmm. um, not everybody's gonna have time to personal train so if, if even if it was yo coach you know say I don't know how to train properly can you you know can I get a session with you I'll, I'll show you how to train properly mm-hmm. you take that model and, and you use that for yourself because if you're gonna personal train or, or train by yourself there has to be a certain level of intensity that you're training at you just can't come into the into the gym shoot a bunch of jump shots think you broke a sweat and be like all right I did something no 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> you got you got to tear yourself down almost yeah and, but that's hard for a person like that's like as a human being. That's hard to do that to it's your not, body or to yourself. It's not. And I guess that's why you, you come d- in. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta push past your limits. If you're used to getting to your limit and saying, ah, "I did, I did okay, I'm good, I can go back down," uh-huh. then yes, it gets hard for you. But if you get to your limit and just say, "You know what? I think I have more still," and then go past that limit, then uh-huh. it gets easier for you to push yourself harder and harder uh-huh. and harder. It's just like what you the, the with, with the podcast and stuff, mm-hmm. right? You, you you start at a level. Mm-hmm. Right, and you're like, nah, I could be doing more. I could do more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's the limit. You yeah, reach, but you know you could do more. Yeah, so you do more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, so okay, so so you're um, motivating guys mm-hmm. uh, and pushing them past um, their limits. And, what, and what's the name of your um, your brand? Ball, Ball all day. Ball all day. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and, and sorry, and you're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. 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 Ball okay. all day, Seth. Okay. Okay, and so 
like breaking down the game like because the game's changed mm-hmm. uh, since we were playing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are rewriting the books on what shooting looks like, um, layup packages, uh, ball handling. So, so what, what's what's like your philosophy in regards to the way how the game's changed and how you kind of teach it now? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't differ from how I've taught the game or how and how I will teach it. Like basketball to me is a simple game. You can play anywhere you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a downhill game now. There's a lot of... Uh, oh, sorry. Define downhill for so guys who don't know. Downhill, what I mean is a lot of attacking, a lot of coming at you. Mm-hmm. There's not so much... It's not defensive in a sort. The, the physicality is, is less, mm-hmm. right? So you get so guys... So would you say downhill is also like transition basketball? Yeah. Like yeah, you off got, a rebound and you're coming you down. Get, you get guys coming at you a lot more. There's a lot more move. If you don't see the move sets are, are, are all the way different, like... The footwork is different. Um, yes, that's great, but if you don't have a fundamental base, you're you're always in trouble. You're always in trouble if you can't jab step, if you can't uh, know what help side is, or you know just the fundamentals of, of the game. You're gonna be in trouble. So I, I always approach the game from a from a, a fundamentalist point. Like I, I have to be, I have to be not old. Whatever you want to call it old school, then call it old school. But I have to, I have to be like that and teach the basics first. I have to, you have to be able to dribble correctly mm-hmm. first before I teach you a, a crossover. Mm-hmm. You have to, you have to be able to move your feet accordingly before you, before you, you you're trying a, a a reverse layup off or whatever. So um, it's just about moving correctly with me, and that's one of the biggest things that I don't, I don't, I don't start getting into moves maybe until like maybe a week and a half into training. Like mm-hmm. you're going to come and I'm going to drill you out first and you're going to get all your skills to a point. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to train. Then we're going to get into your move sets and your stuff. But that's just my philosophy. Everybody's different. So how'd you learn? Who, who'd you learn the game from? Like, where do you think you're the most pivotal point in you learning the game? Oh, that starts as a kid. That starts, that starts in the Malton gyms mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and the Scarborough gyms my mom and pops used to bring me to. Mm-hmm. Yo, my dad played in this league, Mississauga Men's League. Mm-hmm. All, a lot of the coaches you know today, uh, you know George McNeil? Mm-hmm. George, George McNeil played on my dad's team. Um, uh, you know Leroy? Coach Leroy from Sheridan? Big, tall coach. Yeah. Coach Flack? Yeah. Played on my dad's team. Okay. Um, you know Bobby Allen? Yeah, yeah, I see Bobby Allen so at the they're, gym. They were they playing against yeah, guys like Bobby too. Allen. So every weekend, I was we were going to Malton, Westwood, or or wherever. Um, what was the other one? I can't remember the gym. Mrs. T. L. Kennedy, mm-hmm. and bro, I was damn near watching. NBA playoff games mm-hmm. in these Mississauga gyms. The intensity, the the, the physicality, mm-hmm. the jumpers, the layups, the mm-hmm. dunks. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo. And I'm getting to watch this. I'm like seven, eight, nine, ten. And I'm like, yo, this is some sick basketball. Like, mm-hmm. yo, these guys, they're not NBA superstars, but these guys are going they balls hoop. out they hard. Hoop. And they can straight up hoop. It just looked a certain way. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, yeah, I, I, I like this. Yeah, you know you want, and you want to do that. I want to do this. Right? So, so your dad, did your dad teach you? Yeah, my dad, my pops, my pop. A lot of the game comes from my pops. A lot of the game comes from my mom. She was awesome, too. So she played? Yeah, she played. She ran track mostly, though, but she, uh-huh. she, was, a, she was a beast. She played, too. So she oh. played for Centennial. So, okay, so what's that like with two parents... Oh, was awesome. Who are athletes? It was awesome. I was in the gym every weekend. <laughs> you know what, what can I ask for? I was in the gym every weekend. Every I, it, weekend? It was great. And then 
what happened was you meet a lot of these people who are hooping now. Mm -hmm. I met them when I was a little kid. You know, mm -hmm. and I know it's like we're, we're, we're life. Yeah. Like I've known you since six and type thing. You know what I mean? So, okay. So th th this opens up an interesting avenue for the discussion. So like, you know, it's not normal to have two. Well, first of all, your mom and dad home, especially mm -hmm. as a black male, having both parents home. Mm -hmm. And then both are, would you say they're both competitive people? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what is, so what, it's, I'm laughing because I'm like, so what does that look like for you as a little kid? Um, were they hard on you? Were they eat, you know, like what was psychologically, how were they like wiring you to be who you are today? So I was, I was the outdoor champ. You, you didn't have to do anything to me. Like I, I, I wanted it. I don't, seeing that, just seeing certain stuff, he knew what to do. He knew what to do. He let me see certain stuff. He bring me to the gym. Um, you know, we're playing a tough team this this day. You know, come to the gym. Mm -hmm. Coming to the gym, watching this game. It's, it's like damn near NBA playoffs, bro. Mm -hmm. My mom, you know, she has a tournament. I'm coming to the, my mom's And she's tournament. playing in a, like like basketball tournaments? Yes. Oh. Like, yo, tournaments, leagues. My mom was a chance. Like, because they, they had me pretty young. Like, uh, my pops was 21 when he had me. Mm -hmm. So they still had a lot yeah. of juice when yeah. I was growing up. Yeah, By of course. By the time I was 10, they were like still Still 30, hooping, yeah. Right, 32. Crazy. Yeah. So, um, just I was just around it. I was just around it, man. Mm -hmm. I was just around it, and, and it, it. I benefited, you know. what I'm saying the mentality. Mm -hmm. I, more than anything, I think it was the mentality that that I got from that. Like that. And you that saw it in both moves. of them. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like when they just just being competitive. For sure. For sure. So so what they never like had to like tell you like oh Sefton yo you need to learn to focus. Um, you should learn Basket to work hard for, for for basketball or sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no sir. <laughs> no sir. Like I mean, I did. I, I I took care of the school too, but like, yo, bro, because I started off playing soccer, so the the whole soccer thing, like, we were yeah. we were nice. I might have to plug myself two time Ontario champ. <clears throat> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> um, I played played with a couple of great pros. Okay. Uh, uh, Tiba Hutchinson. Oh, you played with Tiba? Uh, Ian Hume. Oh um, really? Right. Um, you play so, with Tiba? Oh yeah, wow! Yeah, okay, that's crazy. We were, yeah, we were very blessed. We were very yeah. blessed to have those, those, those humble, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know. I didn't know that. That's so, crazy. Yeah, man, I mean, yeah, I played with a lot of a lot of those guys. Um, but it was just always there, bro. You didn't have to tell me to do nothing. Whoa, that's okay. So you know, cause I, you know, now you coach now, mm -hmm. and now you're dealing with parents, mm -hmm. and you know, and there's just like this, you know, when we were kids, there wasn't really anybody we knew who made the league now today you know every hooper knows somebody who's in the league mm -hmm. you know like you go to a barbershop and you know somebody knows tyler ennis or mm -hmm. somebody knows mm -hmm. um xavier or whoever the case may be yeah, and my dad grew up with david david joseph was it I think yeah, it was yeah, yeah 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 Corey Joseph's like dad. yeah 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 you know what i mean so we all know guys who are in the league so for parents now the expectations are a lot higher um and they can and parents can be a lot rougher and you know for me personally that that was a big turnoff for me um just well actually no well i was coaching at the time where nobody was making the league and parents were annoying then i have mm -hmm. friends who are coaching now and they're coming back to me like oh darnell nah man the parents have a whole nother expectation from you as a coach and their kids like the nba is a real thing now add to that you know raptors are winning a championship now and so you know they come to you coach sefton they're like look man Yo, are you going to get my kid there or not? Because if you're not, I'm going to go to Darnell and he's going to get him there. Do you have? Do you ever deal with any of that? First, well, the first thing I have to say is um, 
I would already know the kid if he was NBA bound. I would, you wouldn't have to introduce me to nothing because really? I, I would look at him and be like, "Oh, what's going on? I seen you on YouTube <laughs> yeah. the other day." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's 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 right. Because mm-hmm. really and truly, it's it's that age now, right? Instagram, YouTube, all that yeah. stuff. If you're that good, they find you. That's been always been my thing. If you're that good, they will find you. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll know you're that good. Mm-hmm. So if I have to, if you're if you're coming to me as a parent, saying this, that, and the third. Saying this, that, yeah, you better be able to back it up because I'm gonna tell you right off. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it for you. So mm-hmm. either you're gonna like me, like ah, oh, Seth is straight up, mm-hmm. or it's like, damn, this this dude's this dude's hating. ah, no, he's too rough. Yeah, yeah, hate. But hey, that's all I know. That's how I got it. Mm-hmm. So that's how I'm gonna give it to you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, but, the, but that that makes sense because, yeah, like you said, you can tell. Yeah. If somebody's going to the league. I won't say I won't say that. I'll say I can tell if they got it. I'll say that they got it. Well, whether whether it's the NBA or overseas, whatever. But they'll I'll, be a I'll pro. say I won't even say those two levels. I uh-huh. say NCAA because okay. you can't even skip that step. Right. The NCAA is a beast. Like playing at the D one level, bro. You gotta be so good. Like yo, those kids doing that stuff on on when you watching March Madness, bro. Or that's not CBS. easy. That's mm-hmm. not easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So when you get into that and, and, and they go over there and they're not doing that, mm-hmm. then you, it's a rude awakening. Mm-hmm. Right? So so what, what things, what skills do you do you notice from a player? Like when you just see him, what is just one of the things that are just that you see that a person's going to be playing at the next level? Body language. What do you mean by that? Can he hold himself upright? Or is he is he lazy? You walk in the gym, you see shoulders shrunk uh-huh. like this. Uh-huh. Uh I don't know, I'm not too sure. Uh-huh. Most hoopers who are doing something mm-hmm. are straight back, shoulders, mm-hmm. looking all over yeah. the place. <laughs> you know the yeah, look. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Word, right? word. So, Yo, that's real rap. If, 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 you know, <laughs> the first thing I'm going to do as a coach now that everybody used to do to me is grab your shoulder and yeah. feel you up yeah. to see what yeah. your muscles yeah. are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel two cuts. I'm yeah. like, all right, this guy working okay. with something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't feel that, then I know you're playing Fortnite eating yeah. cheesies. <laughs> so, hell, bro. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, no, 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 you're mm. right. Um, for me, um, so my my cousin plays pro, Qadar mm-hmm. uh, Wright. Okay. Um, Where's he at? Um, he's out in Spain. Okay, nice. Um, and so for me, Seeing him at seven years old, and mm-hmm. now he's like twenty three. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that sticks out that I never know that I never seen before, but he was the same person. Like I'm working out with him now, and he's mm-hmm. like twenty three, mm-hmm. and he's the same person. I'm just like, my God, he's still the seven year old that I met that we started working out, and it's the same work ethic. It's just more structured. Mm-hmm. He's just more structured, and you know, of course, stronger, bigger, but but. The same kid he was at seven as the same man he's at at twenty three, and you know sometimes as a coach you never you never see your guys grow up, and so you know as you, as you see guys go from children to a grown man you're like mm-hmm. yo he's always been the same mm-hmm. whether he's a jerk mm-hmm. or whether he's a hard worker, um, people don't change. Mm-hmm. So I, so I agree with you like yeah you can you can tell who's going yes there's the body language the uprightness, mm-hmm. uh, but. You know, you know, if you have a six-year-old coming to you saying, you know, I, I want to work, mm-hmm. let me know what I got to do. Mm-hmm. Six-year-olds yeah. don't talk like that. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, you you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, for sure. so, so these are the things that you see in guys like you're like, you know, 
you know, you don't know with the NBA, it's always a toss up. You know, mm-hmm. we watch the draft every year. Guys who are supposed to go don't go, and the guys who get drafted, you don't know. Mm-hmm. So it's always a toss up. You never really know. It's not necessarily the best players in the league, so you don't know. But essentially, you know you're gonna play somewhere. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that so that's deep, man. Yeah, that that's dope. So now, with your team, and your organization, what is it called again? Northwest Northwest Hoops. Okay, so how could people get in touch with you if they wanted uh, to? Instagram, Ball All Day Seth dot lifestyle, or um, you can hit our our uh, team page Northwest Hoops, mm-hmm. or or you can contact me six four seven six seven one zero one five three. Instagram, yeah, Instagram's where yeah, Instagram, yeah, yeah, Instagram's um, where it's at. I've always shunned away from the Instagram thing, but I, you know, saying it was, it was, I have to. Yeah, yeah, no, no, point. yeah, yeah, you have to. Uh, you know, Devin Williams and the ten thousand hours and. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Devin's dope. Um, yeah. and a bunch of other guys, a bunch of other guys that I follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, on um trainers that I follow, uh, it, it's just yo the game's changed, man. Mm-hmm. Like you got yeah, like like you just said, like you cannot not be on. Um, and of course, sometimes you know you don't even want to be posting. You know, even I find it a burden. Bro. I find it a burden to be like, "Hey, yo, I'm I just don't gym. like looking and hearing myself." Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's the one part that kills me. I was yeah. like, "Ah, I feel corny." Yeah, ah, hey, yo, no, here and and um, Damian Lillard, um, he posted something last summer. The mock workout. Yeah, I loved it. Yo, that joke was it's funny. Yeah, man, it's like yeah. yo, everybody has to have a workout mixtape yeah. now. It's like, yeah. damn, so I'm yeah. like, make me feel like I ain't doing yeah. nothing. Like, yo. <laughs> Which is dope because yeah. you know, yeah, he, he was he was clown like he was yeah. just showing these stupid workouts that yeah. people are doing to make it yeah. look like they're working. And he's like, yeah. "Yo, I don't have to post my stuff to show that I'm working." And what happened in the playoffs? Then we see the he man put, yo, yo, he, he was waving by to OKC. Yeah, he went to work, bro. You know what I mean? So he didn't have to post it, but mm-hmm. of course, you know the way how the age is, and I'm sure mm-hmm. with the kids, mm-hmm. what you know, they follow you. They like, okay, mm-hmm. let me see what Sefton's Instagram page looks like. Okay, pretty much, he man. looks like he's doing something, quote unquote. Uh, let me hit him up, or whatever the case may be. So you kind of you gotta have good branding and a, and a good presentation. See, my stuff's not even that flashy. Like it's not flashy. Mm-hmm. It's not flashy, mm-hmm. but it works. Like mm-hmm. I'm a, I, I have different philosophies. I'm, I'm a big um, muscle memory guy. Mm-hmm. Basketball's muscle memory. You do you do something enough in basketball, mm-hmm. a certain amount of times, mm-hmm. you remember. You retain information, mm-hmm. right? You shoot 500 jump shots a day. What's that muscle memory? You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're learning how to do the same jump shot every mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. you dribble the ball a certain way doom, 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 20 times mm-hmm. you're trying to learn it 20 times right so your, your muscle memory you're trying mm-hmm. to get that that ball to come off your fingertips the same way every time right mm-hmm. so I, I i believe in stuff like that and um it's just not it's not it's not it's not it's not instagram flashy you know? yeah yeah you know and, and i guess you know then the kids have to why well, well the kids who know yeah like, we put it that way yeah, you know yeah. the kids who know yeah yeah basketball know like that's what it is you know you don't really have to be too flat because the ones who are flashy aren't trying to sign up and get a a -hmm. trainer or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be Mm -hmm. um but one more question let me ask you about like you as a trainer um and your advice to a parent like in regards to getting your kid to that next level like would you say to a parent like yo like not to you know toot your own horn um but would you recommend trainers to parents let him love it. If you mm-hmm. don't love it, mm-hmm. leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Leave him alone. If mm-hmm. you don't love it, leave him alone. Right? Mm-hmm. This this man doesn't want to go study or want his favorite player go steal some of his moves. If he's not doing a push up, yo, 
when I seen above the rim mm-hmm. and I seen homie wake yeah. up yeah. in the morning time yeah, yeah. and do that little yeah, workout, yeah, yeah. Before, <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I did that yeah. religiously yeah. every morning. Yeah, if I'm not if as a dad, if I'm not opening up the door and this guy's not, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least one time. Yeah, and I'm, it's, that's like one of those moments where you just close the door, and yeah, walk away and just laugh to yourself. Yeah, and yeah, 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 you know yeah. I remember that scene in the movie where it's all sweaty in his room and he's doing the bench press. Bro, and the, yeah, his abs are all cut if, up. If, if I if I if I can't catch my my kid or yeah or or somebody in a, you know I don't have to catch him, but if I don't yeah. if he's not like. You know, he yeah. comes around the breakfast table. I'm not seeing no. Yeah. You know, like stuff yeah, like you don't that. Really he, want he it. doesn't love it. Yeah, you don't want you it. Don't want, want it. it. So why am I getting you a trainer? Yeah. You're coming to me with spaghetti arms, yeah. bro. Yeah. Bro, you're you're 15. You don't yeah. do push-ups and sit-ups, doc. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. Man, that's how I feel about it. So if you don't love it, don't get no trainer. Yeah. Word. Okay. All right. So let me end on this note. So um, I'm one of the kids on your team. I'm not really with it. Um, motivate me. How, how would you motivate me to um, to uh, do better? Not with it. Having a bad day. I'll yeah, come just to not you. with it. Yeah. I say, Darnell, get out my gym. No, 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 no. See, but I would come with a joke first off, Rip, though. Yeah, like, yeah. that's uh, me. I'm, I'm a lighthearted yeah, guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I want you to smile. <laughs> so maybe something funny for you to smile. Yeah. After I get you to smile, I hit you with my line. Yo, mm-hmm. brother, mm-hmm. every time you walk out the house, mm-hmm. you're going to have everybody in the world telling you, you can't do this, mm-hmm. you can't do that, mm-hmm. you should do this. Hey, if you're not going to be your own biggest fan, bro, mm-hmm. and pick yourself up, mm-hmm. Bro, can't nobody else help you. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody else help you first till you help yourself. So be your own biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Help yourself always. Stay ready. Mm-hmm. You ain't gotta be. You ain't gotta get ready. Okay. Woo. All right. You know I'm I'm motivated. Appreciate you, Coach. You said, I appreciate, appreciate you, Coach. You, <laughs> Thanks appreciate for coming you. on the show, hey. bro. Thanks for coming on the show, appreciate bro. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for letting me, you know, share my little story. And, yeah. Well, it's it's about time. It's about time, it. man. And I hope the listeners appreciate it. On the next episode of Thanks Coach. Uh, took us to the, sister, my the aunt, aunt, my yeah, aunt. Aunt brought us to a house party. And we got food. There was girls. There was music. We we're dancing, <laughs> bubbling, eating. This is how you know <laughs> Anthony's a good dude. This is how you know he takes care of his people. See, this is why we called him Jigga. Because he took care of his people, man. This was this is a fact. I remember that, man. It was crazy because you know of course we you know we had to sneak out to to get there be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and don't forget to say thanks coach <laughs>